If you are a follower of this podcast, first of all, thank you. You motivate me to keep trying new things and sharing what I'm learning and doing to grow my podcast. So you're awesome. And second of all, you would know that I have already done a few other episodes related to emails. So you might be wondering, another episode on emails? Yes. And bear with me on this because there is a reason. In fact, it's a pretty simple reason. Simply, emails work. They do. Trust me, I tried fighting it. With my second podcast, it was called The Remarkable Entrepreneur, I tried relying on just promoting it in my Facebook group. I even tried creating a bit of a virtual podcast listening group through my Facebook group because, you know, I didn't want to bother my email list. And while I got a tiny bit of engagement from those amazing community members who are just so lovely that they respond to everything, I didn't see any discernible uplift in my download numbers. And so I swallowed my pride and I emailed about the podcast to my list and almost overnight, the download numbers on that particular episode went from something like 54 to 167. So between you and I, emails work, but I also know that emailing is hard. You have to build an email list, which gosh, feels like it could be a full-time job on its own. And then you have to remember to write the emails and then write super effective emails that actually get you the outcome that you're looking for i.e. downloads. Fortunately, I had Kelsey Johnson from Aweber speak to my Capture Collective members. We held a mastermind on how to tackle the first couple parts of this problem. That is how to build an email list and then how to automate the sending of the email so that if you wanted to, you could just set and forget them. And she was very generous in allowing me to pull out some of the conversation from that mastermind for this podcast episode. So if you have been struggling with getting those listener numbers up, perhaps because you've been primarily focused on promoting on channels like social media and know that you need to build your email list and actually email that list about your podcast, then this episode is for you. My name is Deidre Shen, CEO and co-founder of Capture, the fastest way to market and grow your podcast. And this is the Grow My Podcast Show. I am the product marketing manager at Aweber, which is an email marketing tool that also includes tools like landing page builder, e-commerce, a lot of that other stuff that goes along with all those email marketing tools. Uh, I have 10 years of experience in marketing for small businesses and for creators and for content creators and everything like that. And I actually also used to be the director of marketing for a podcast network with, I think at its peak, 31 podcasts that went live at least every month. So I have am also a podcast enthusiast. So I've been around um, a little bit. I could not think of anyone better than Kelsey Johnson from Aweber to speak to you about building and automating an email list for your podcast. As you've just heard, she has experience in this unique cross-section of having produced podcasts for network and in email marketing in her role now. But well, I know what you might be thinking. What gets someone excited about email marketing? So when you do digital marketing, which is what I started out in, you kind of do a little bit of everything and you're doing, you know, you're doing social media, you're doing SEO, you're doing, I was doing web design at the time too. And then obviously email as well. 
And when it came down to it, when we looked at the numbers, at least in my original job, when I was working for this podcast network, we noticed that that was the way to drive up numbers, right? And I've, you know, I've worked in-house for other companies, tech companies. I've worked on behalf of small businesses from everything from a boutique to, you know, somebody who runs a YouTube channel and that's like their full-time job. And when it really comes down to it across the board, the real numbers that most people are able to make in terms of actual sales come from emails. So, um, you know, I have a, a small example of that from my original journey from when I did work for this podcast network. At the time, everybody was talking about load times, right? Everybody's website had to be super, super crazy fast, load crazy fast. Nobody had time of day for anything like that. So we took down the pop-up form that asked people if they wanted to sign up for our new podcast notification. And that's something we'll talk about a little bit later in terms of how to get that stuff set up. But it immediately resulted in the numbers of our downloads and the numbers of new listeners going down. And that number, you know, directly the pop-up form on our site was the reason that people who are on our site had already found our podcast. They'd already been told about it. They were already cross you know, listening to other episodes or had found somebody else through some process. But this was truly the way that we were able to reconnect with the listeners again. And the same thing is true across the board for whether you make sales, whether you make content, whether, you know, even if you're just sort of building up your personal brand, when it comes down to it, social media truly is the way to bring in new people. And it's a great way to connect with the people who happen to be on that social platform and are on it all the time. But you are subject to algorithms there. You are not reaching every single person all of the time. And across the board, every single small business, large business, doesn't matter that I've worked for. I've seen the numbers drop off if you're not doing email for your business. And you know, you can you can heighten up social numbers all you want. You can get all of the uh, you know the streams of your reels and all of all of those other numbers up. But the way to sustain that, the way to keep those people around, is through email. And so, a couple of years ago, I got the opportunity to start working for a Weber. And since then, I've been able to see from the inside the way that it you know, results in people being able to just grow their channels, grow their networks, and truly make money from the things that they're doing. And so that's, you know, a little bit all over the place, but that's kind of my journey with like why I think that email is so important. Yep. You definitely know my thoughts on this. I am behind that 100%, which is why I am so, so excited to get into Kelsey's three steps to building and automating a podcast promotional email list. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick ad break. And when we get back, we are going to deep dive into how to build an email list and start growing those listener download numbers. Are you ready to reach more people on more platforms in a lot less time with your podcast? Well, it's time to meet every podcaster's new best friend, Capture. Capture is the world's first AI-powered podcast copywriter and the fastest way to market and grow your podcast. In just 10 minutes or less, Capture will turn your episode audio file into an episode title, description, show notes, social media captions for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and TikTok, a promotional email, blog post, LinkedIn article, 
YouTube description, and full transcript. All of the drafts it creates for you are fully editable and downloadable. All you have to do is just upload your episode audio, wait for it to generate the drafts for you, and view and edit these drafts and download them to use in all of your marketing content. But before you think that Capture is just another robot that just writes words for you, I have to tell you about what makes Capture different. You see, Capture's AI has a very robust mix of human intelligence mixed into it. Capture was created by marketers so that every piece of copy it writes for you is infused with content honey traps so that your podcast episode stops the scroll and hooks your audience in to listen. But don't just take my word for it. Capture is offering you a free trial so you can see the magic for yourself for your podcast. Sign up takes less than 30 seconds and nope, there is no credit card required. Just head on over to www.capture.com and sign up for a free trial. That's www.capsho.com and sign up for a free trial today. I had Kelsey Johnson from Aweber, a leading email marketing platform, present to my Capture Collective members about building and automating a podcast promotional email list. And it was so good that I thought I'd share her thoughts on this podcast as well. So without further ado, let's get into the first step in Kelsey's process, which is building an email list. There's there's sort of two halves to how you can build an email list and how to, there's actually just a proven way to build it faster, which maybe you're already doing, but maybe you could be doing this a little bit better. And it's with a lead magnet. Now, no matter what your content is on your podcast, there's something that you can either provide more succinctly. So if you give general advice, you can put together a resource that's free, let's say, a checklist or, you know, a to-do list or an insider's look at something or elaborating on something or even premium content. You know, I did an interview with this person. You, you tell everybody about it, but you've got to sign up for the email list to do it. So really having that incentive is, you know, your fans are going to be your fans and like the true, true deep fans are going to be the ones who will go and sign up just to receive your notifications. But when it comes down to it, it's it's just really like 10 times more effective if you can give them that little nudge. Like, you know you want these anyway, but sign up today because of this incentive. Now, it can, you know, it can be something that takes a while to put together, like a, a premium interview or something like that, or just something that you sort of pull that you already have. But, you know, one of the simplest and easiest ways to put together a good lead magnet is just to do something like a checklist, like a, you know, so let's say I was going to do a podcast or yeah, I was going to do a podcast about email marketing, right? We'll, we'll get a little meta here. I would maybe put a checklist together of like the first 10 steps to get started or my top 10 recommendations for lead magnets or 10, 10 subject lines that just really made people open, right? It's, it's just a really simple checklist and it's something that's in my experience but something that I can give away as like a little like, here's what you get for taking that actual step to sign up. It seems so crazy, but in this world, everything's so easy that having somebody listen to an audio podcast and then hear about something and then open up their phone and then go to your site and then sign up for something, you need to give them a little nudge to incentivize them to do that. 
And if you already have a lead magnet, but you're still, your list really isn't growing that well, there's a couple of things you can do. The first thing is change your lead magnet. Try something different. Your lead magnet might've worked two years ago, but you know, you need something newer to re-incentivize people. And if you can come up with those digital assets sort of quickly based off of your own experience, you don't, it, they don't need to take that long. You can build one in Canva. You know, it's just like a, it's a PDF, but it's your experience and try out some different stuff. See if you can really push people with the new lead magnet. And then the second thing that I see, and I see this all of the time with podcasters, I see it with small business owners, I see it with content creators. You need to be, I promise you, almost everybody here is not being forceful enough in trying to get people to sign up for this list. It is so valuable in the long run. And we can talk about that in a minute, but it's every single person who signs up is so valuable. You should be talking about it on every single podcast episode, right? You have people's ears every single time. Bring it up on the podcast episode. Don't don't be robotic about it. Be jokey, bold it in, make it like an extremely easy form to find, you know, mine's at kelsey.johnson slash newsletter. Sign, go sign up, you know, where somebody can remember it from audio and plug it in and sign up. Um, try to have a pop-up form on your site as, you know, if possible. If it's really, really annoying, you know, you can consider it or, or put it on and then see if it's worth it. But that's really one of the best ways to pe get people to sign up. Pop up, you get this incentive, you know, sign up now, you're already here. Make sure that you have it on your blog if you have one. If you are putting your content into YouTube, which I know a lot of people, oh, they're certainly talking about it, podcast movement, are not just doing audio these days, but you're also doing YouTube or you're also doing these other places. Get that into your end card in YouTube. You know, you can put up like a card at the end that promotes things. Just put your newsletter there, put your, put it in your descriptions, like make it annoyingly easy for somebody to find this and know why they should sign up for it, you know? And don't worry, people won't get annoyed. I promise you. It's just, it's like part of the game. And it's one of those things that, you know, even as marketers, we kind of are like, oh, are people going to be annoyed if we're like two in their face? But this is, you know, when you have a podcast, people really like you, especially these are the people who already like you. There are the people who are already reading your blog and are already listening to your podcast. Like they, they want to hear from you. And if you know you have a certain amount of people downloading your podcast and listening to them, and then you're like, I can't get people to sign up for this email list. Tell them to email you with why not, you know? Do you like our podcast? What would you, what would make you sign up for this email list? How can I get you into an email list today? You know, and that's the kind of stuff that like people probably are, you know, going to be really incentivized to engage with you there. And you got to keep pushing, keep trying, <laughs> keep trying the new stuff. I promise they're there. I promise they're there and they will sign up once you find that special sauce. Right. And you know what actually annoys me when I'm a fan of someone? Not knowing how to get onto their email list so that I know what's going on in their world. So if there's anything at all holding you back from a mindset perspective, holding you back from going all in and hammering, join my list, join my list, join my list, please do not let it. People want to join your list. So make it stupidly simple for them to do so. I got a, I've got a small anecdote too, as a podcast consumer, I had a, an old phone and I actually listened to podcasts on Overcast. I'm not a fan of the Apple podcast app, just a personal preference. So I listen on Overcast, but Overcast doesn't make you sign in. So I was never signed in. I just had the app on my phone. It never asked me to 
create an account or anything like that. And then a, about a year ago, I broke my phone. And I am such a huge podcast listener, but I don't listen to them regularly. I will often wait for two years until they're, you know, 15 episodes of something and I'll binge it. And I lost, I would, I would say three quarters of the podcast that I listened to that I already liked. And let me tell you, if I was on all of those newsletters, I, you know, I wouldn't, I would be like re-reminded and I am on a couple of them and I'm still re-reminded like, oh yeah, I love this podcast, you know, oh, look at this new episode with content that I'd really like, you know, and that's the kind of way to, to stay connected to people, even if mistakes happen on your end or on their end or, you know, Facebook and Instagram's end, if it goes down again, <laughs> probably won't because <laughs> it was such a big deal when it did, but we, you never know. Oh, so true. Have you ever had an account shut down or restricted or been logged out and then couldn't remember your login details? Yikes. Huge, huge risk. So yes, do not be afraid to ask your fans to join your list. I also recommend, you know, if you've got a huge audience testing something and you have a lot of, you know, traffic to your site, testing something on a signup form like a CTA is great. Right. Because you can be like, OK, I'll, cha- uh, you know, I'll sign up for, I don't know, like a ClickFunnels or, or one of our Thrive themes is a good one where you can actually test the two different form copies against each other. But if your audience is small, you know, you're just sort of getting your podcast audience off the ground or you don't you've got a podcast audience that's decent size, but no- nobody ever goes to your website. So you, it's like really hard to test that. That's where I think it actually comes in really handy to, you know, maybe for a month or two while you're trying to grow your list, instead of telling people what you're gonna give them, ask them what they want. You know, I'm not gonna promote anything for the next month or two, or, you know, the next couple of episodes. The only thing I want for you to do is go to this link, also make it extremely easy if possible, I've got five questions and like, and then, or I've got a a box. What do you want to hear? What do you want to hear more from my podcast? Maybe what do you like? If I were to send out emails, what can I send to you? You know, would, what would make you sign up for my list? And now like 10, five to 10% of people are going to fill that out. Even if you make it as easy as possible, it's just how the world works. But with a smaller audience, you can get a lot more trends tracked from a 5% 10% of a small audience than trying to do some of these sort of over-engineered meant for big companies with lots and lots of search traffic, you know, testing this versus that when it's like, well, it might be if three more people click on it, that might be like, you know, a 10% increase relative to the people on your site, which is, you know, no, like, don't be ashamed of that. You know, it's great when you've got anyone on your site, but I, I love that, like, get the get the audience engaged what did you like what was your favorite episode you know if i worked my booty off trying to get a guest which one would you want it to be sort of a thing and then you know when it really comes down to it like you said there are people tons of people probably here who have podcasts for their business it's not like a full-time thing or like just for entertainment because they thought it was fun or something like that and this is a way that you can you know grow that and engage it and engage with your audience without like needing to go down the spending you know a ton of money trying to grow it avenue so many good ideas it even got my mind firing with all the ways we can make it super easy and enticing for people to join our list okay so if step one is building your email list what is step two automation now this is my favorite part 
And I'm going to go back to my my origin story of being the director of, of a podcast network, which is I had 31 podcasts that I had to, I was publishing them. I was writing descriptions for them, which now you don't have to anymore, as we've discussed with Cap Show. I can't believe that that didn't exist when I was doing this. And I was tweeting every single episode and posting on Facebook and all of this stuff. And it was like death by a million tiny cuts. It was just so mindless. And that thing that I said where it was like, after I felt like I was already done with so much of the work, I still had like five, 10 minute long tasks to do. But then I am not only on Facebook for 10 minutes. And I'm not, even if I check, like if I was to go into my email tool and, you know, write up an email, uh, then I'm checking my stats. and Oh, should I look at another email? Like I get so distracted so easily. So that's why I love automation. Now, the main thing that you want to make sure you do, especially if you've got a lead magnet, which it sounds like everybody is has pretty well set up at this point, but make sure that you know when somebody signs up for your list, they automatically get that lead magnet. If it's if it's something that's you can provide digitally, because that's how we all you know in our minds are like, I asked for something, I want it now. This is what we, we've become used to, and that's something that you can just set up as a simple automation in you know a Weber or Mailchimp if you have it too, where it's just a trigger signs up, maybe signs up on this form or in one of these various places that you have set up that are easy, they get a tag and that triggers sending out that first email. And then you just put in the email somewhere, you know, here's how to download it or here's a link to it or something like that. So that's your first automation so that when you are signing people up, they don't immediately unsubscribe. And then what you want to do after that is welcome them like you do for your business or anything like that. Here is, you know, an hour later, maybe here are our top three most popular episodes, right? So anybody who's new to this list can either be reminded of popular episodes they liked or be taught, you know, be told about things that they haven't gotten to yet because they're older. Here are the things I sell. Definitely in one of those first five emails be like, you like me enough for my email? I'm not, you know, you don't have to shove it down their throat, but I do have a course and this is what you'll get from it. I do have a summit coming up. This is what you'll get from it. I sell merch, you know, even if you have advertisers, like make sure that they're in there so that you can really like start. Email is one of my favorite things for podcasts to help the monetization part, you know, maybe some people who have listened to your podcast that really liked it or some other podcasts you have or anything like that. Make sure you get the like any of those essentials that you just really want somebody to know about in those first five emails. And for a lot of people with personalities, which basically you'd have to have in order to have a podcast, you know, you can make them kind of fun too, like a little chatty, conversational. Here's what, here's, here's some podcasts I like to listen to. This is a book that I read recently that I thought was really useful. This is a TV show that I like. It has nothing to do with my podcast, but I like it and you like me. So you might like it too. You know, anything like that, I think is okay to put in there to really like get people engaged and incentivize them to want it. Email automation can be a very, very convoluted process to try to work out. And the easiest way to get started is exactly what Kelsey has just outlined. Automate just the first few emails your so your subscriber is going to receive, the sending of the lead magnet and your welcome email sequence. And then we can start to think about monetizing them and very importantly, promoting our podcast. The main thing that you want to make sure that you're doing is sending out notifications of new content. And podcaster, you know, if you have a podcast, you know what an RSS feed is, right? Or you should, I, I imagine that anyone could find theirs. You can actually use that RSS feed 
to both trigger emails to go out. So when you publish a new episode and it hits that feed, you can use that instead of like the, the trigger we talked about before, which was a tag, right? Somebody signs up and they get a tag. Instead, you can trigger the email to go out based off of new content in your feed. So what that means is, you know, for example, you can have a new episode within the hour, send out an, an email being like, I have a new episode. You want to know my newest episode? Here it is. But you can also set it out on a schedule. So you can wait if you tend to publish like five times a week or you publish really sporadically or you just want to give people another option. What you can say is it'll trigger from that new item in the feed, but then the software will wait until Thursday at 11 a.m. And then it'll send out the email. And then the last thing that you can do is in that email that sends out, you can make sure that you include your newest episodes. And you can do that with, with the podcast feed itself or with YouTube or both. So you can pull in an element. It's We call it at Aweber an element where you basically plug in your RSS feed. You tell it how many to post, you know, I'm going to send it out immediately after I post a new episode. And then I want that newest episode in the email. And so you pull that in, you put in your RSS feed and you just tell it like what number, like one newest one. And then you, you know, review it and everything like that. And then you just click publish and activate it. And it will happen every single time that happens. So you're more or less setting up one email like you would to send out any given, you know, newsletter or anything like that but it's set up on rules to go out when you tell it to in the future. So then you can go back to your audience and say like, are you sick of missing episodes? Do you want notifications of new episodes? I'm not gonna spam you. I'm just gonna let you know when there's a new episode and they can sign up for that and be you know, notified when you have your newest content. But the other thing you can do is, you know, do you want to know about all of the content from the past month on the last day of the month or on the first day of the month. And then you can do the same thing where it's like, you know, I don't necessarily, Kelsey posts three podcasts a week. I, I don't need that many emails in my inbox. Totally understandable. You know, not everybody wants a ton of emails from me all the time. So instead I can just say end of the month, here's all of the ones that I published this month. But again, you set it up like you're sending one email one time and it knows the rules of when to go out. At the end of the month, it checks, do you have anything new in your feed? Even if you didn't do anything new that month, it knows that. It's not gonna be like, here's the newest stuff from September, but it's actually August content. It will know because of the way that RSS feeds work and the way that readers work, you know, oh, here's the newest content. We'll include it in here. Send the email out to the people who have asked for it. The reason that we've been talking about it for podcasters with Aweber, we made it kind of easy. <laughs> we made it plug and play at Aweber. So if you use Aweber to do it, you just pull your feed in and it kind of just asks you some questions. You can do it on all tools. It's usually called RSS to email. And what you have to do is set up a little bit more code. So Aweber is very user-friendly from that perspective because you just plug in and then it talks like a person. It, it instructs you like a person. And then yeah. it sets it all up. What? I didn't even know this was possible. So cool. Okay. So what we have here is step one, number one, building our email list. Step number two, automating our lead magnet and welcome email sequence. And step number three, automating our ongoing podcast promotional emails. 
The great thing about step number three is that an RSS feed already has the basics of your podcast episode. So it can pull through things like your title, your description and the artwork and populate your automated podcast email, especially when you use a super easy tool like Aweber. And if you really want to level up your podcast promotional emails, then here is my suggestion. Create two automations, one for your weekly drops and another that is a monthly wrap up. For your weekly automated emails, delay the scheduled send for two hours that you have enough time to drop in Capture's email draft, the promotional email that Capture creates for you. Now, we know that it's just a draft, so you do have to review it and really personalize it by using your own personal story as it relates to that topic. And if you want to learn more about how to do that, I suggest listening to episode 26 of this podcast with Brittany Gardner. This way, you'll always be promoting your podcast episode to a list of people who want to be kept in the know and really driving those listener numbers up. So if you want to give Aweber a try and start automating your podcast promo emails, you can do that for free with their free plan. I'll leave the link for that in the show notes. And the great thing is that if you happen to get lost or have any questions, they have 24-7 support. Insane. So go ahead and use the link in the show notes to sign up now. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Grow My Podcast Show. And as always, stay awesome.